Hello and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me your host, Aaron Mashwitz, a.k.a. Jackson Stone. And I am joined today by Morgan Mercy. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm very excited to have this conversation. I haven't uh, seen you in a while. I know, man. It's been, oh gosh, been a few months. Like six months now almost? The last time I was at MPX was like March, the middle of March. Yeah, so it's been like almost five months. That's crazy. That was my last professional wrestling match. So far. For the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying retired or I'll never wrestle again. No. Because I don't uh, like to fall back on my word. Right. And, but, you know, if there's one thing in wrestling that's never permanent, it's retirement. Right. Like, people have, like, how many times has Terry Funk uh, retired? Well. More than I can count. <laughs> yeah, I hope to not... Uh, come and go as much as those guys and I hope when I'm like can barely walk that I just decide to stay home and drink coffee and be with my dogs mm. if when I have dogs because I will then yeah yeah by that point yeah. have dogs. but <laughs> off that subject uh yeah so I don't know I don't know um I do miss MPX um been a lot of changes since you've been there but yeah a lot of changes because I stopped wrestling I haven't really announced my retirement because it's not a retirement. It's just a stop wrestling for their foreseeable future. Right. And then Kirby actually retired, which is wild. So crazy to me. Because I've only known MPX as Kirby because I started with him in an, a separate building where it was just like a gym where the ring was inside the gym. And then we did shows every other week and we had to move all of the gym equipment before the show and after the show. I heard. So that was awesome as a because uh, I trained for nine months before I did my first show. Mm -hmm. um, so doing that every other Saturday for nine months was rough. But I did it. And then I started getting bookings regularly. And then I moved away. And then while I moved away, they got a new building. And then I moved back. And then they got the new building. And then they've been there ever since. And they've been making upgrades the whole time. Yeah. And then I met you. Oh. And then I, I've been there. And like now that... Like, it's weird how seamless everything's been since Kirby retired. Like, I I haven't seen him since then, which is so crazy to me because I saw him, you know, multiple times a week, and now I just haven't seen him since. And I, I really met, I texted him on the 4th of July, just kind of check in and mm. see how he's doing. And it was just do a quick conversation because, you know, it's 4th of July. I'm sure he was very busy. Uh, but, yeah, like, I really miss that guy. Like, uh, he was just such a good... Like such an awesome force mm -hmm. like at mpx and just wrestling in general uh but that being said like there's so many changes that have happened at mpx even over the past month like every time that we go uh there is a new addition to something or something's been painted or something's changed like they have all these new lighting fixtures they they've got ac in there now Whoa. Uh, i know that's a big one that's so cool i know like oh, they're, working, they're working on the big AC. They've got like some window units in there. They've yeah. got fans galore. Like not not like cheering fans, but like right. fans. Oh, both. <laughs> That's the different. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they built. Uh, this was the coolest thing for me. Some guys built an extension to the stage for commentary. So commentary is not on the back wall anymore at MPX. Where are they? It's right next to the stage, like JR and King style. Like, right over there, just off of the side. It's Whoa. super cool. Yeah. It, wow. they, they really just, like, upped everything. Like, we retaped all the ropes. We got a new canvas now. Oh. Like, it's coming up in the world. So, if you haven't been to MPX, go to MPX. MPX.com, I think it's a square site. 
I should know that website a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you listen to this podcast and you're a wrestling fan, you've probably been to MPX if you live in the DFW area. If you listen to this podcast and you've never seen professional wrestling live, you should definitely check it out. And the first thing you should check out is your local independent professional wrestling show, which could be MPX if you're in the DFW area. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend it. I gotta go watch a show. Yeah, you definitely do. Like just even even if just to look at all the new things. I'm very excited to at some point in my life again, not anytime soon, because uh, it's too, still too raw. But to become a fan of professional wrestling again, because mm-hmm. I mean obviously that's why we get into it because it's awesome. Yeah. But uh, you know you get like so entrenched in trying to become something that you lose sight of the funness of what you want it to become. For At sure. least that's what happened to me a little bit. And then I stopped watching it, really, because I was doing it so much. And then it became my job more than something. Uh, yeah, and so now, kind of out of it, the same way I'd had with baseball, I loved it, played it, stopped loving it, now I coach it. So hopefully that maybe some like transition like that will happen with wrestling. Loved it as a kid, became it. Now I'm stopping it for a little bit. Hopefully I can watch it now as a fan. For sure. So I have so many of my friends who are now like on TV. And that's wild. Yeah, isn't it? It's wild. That's so crazy. And I remember, yeah, like specifically like Wheeler, mm-hmm. like Wheeler Yuta. When he came to MPX, I was like, oh, this is a big deal. And then he just ended up on AEW. And I was like, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. I mean, yeah, it's wild because we used to live together, me and Yuta, oh, yeah. in Philadelphia. And we would just sit and like to the middle of the night like thinking about our careers and mm. where we wanted to go. and That's super cool. When we were living in Philadelphia, AEW was not a thing. Mm-hmm. And like, where are we going to go? How are we going to do this? Like, really shitty apartment in Philly. We were just... Those get, are the best conversations that we were just in a really by shitty apartment. And, and he would he loved to get drunk on wine. Love that. At the late night You know what? I could see that. <laughs> and so those conversations were some of my favorite we ever had. I mean, he's one of my closest friends. And then like fast forwarding now and seeing him on TV wrestling Daniel Bryan and being right? in a group with Moxley and like like literally living out his dream and then still having him come over to the house when they're in town or meeting him at his hotel and he's just like the same like beautiful, warm, kind person yeah. who's like doing it. He's like doing it. So that's like I only say that to like people who are out there like you could you can do it. Right. Like it's a hundred percent possible. It's very hard. Difficult. Very, very hard, and things will knock you down. There will we'll be setbacks and obstacles and things that probably make you want to quit, but then you know that you shouldn't because you ultimately believe that you can do it. And yeah. That's fucking incredible. That's so cool. Like, yeah. Ah, yeah, there's so many people that I've even just met in my very, very short career. Um, I'm just like, oh, you seem really cool. And then I uh, see them on TV. Perfect example is uh, is Willow. Um, she's incredible. Oh, I love her. She smells incredible. I, I have on, to do that every, on this every time I t- talk about her. I'm like, oh, she smells fantastic. She's lovely. <laughs> so lovely. Uh, but yeah, like I met her at the experience show uh-huh. that you put on. Oh gosh, the one before this past one. Maybe? Oh yeah. So well, we we were in 2022. Yeah. So 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't know how often you did them. <laughs> just once a year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I just when I see them pop up, I'm like, oh hey, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll share that. Uh, but yeah, like I met her there and she was just super cool. Mm-hmm. Like just super, a down to earth person, super awesome. And then, yeah, now I see her on TV and I'm just like, she's just doing the damn thing. Uh-huh. Like I watched, she's done some stuff on wow that I've seen. Yeah. That's really cool. 
Uh, she's doing stuff on AEW. Like she's she's doing she's doing the thing. It's wicked. Yeah, it's, it's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's a uh, she's incredible. She's one of my favorite person people to follow. Our, our episode here was amazing. Well, not here. We did it virtually, but yeah. She's like very wise and insightful, and yeah. So kudos to her. She she's also another testament that you can do it. Yeah, you can be that person. For you sure, you can live out your dreams. But I'm getting way ahead of myself. <laughs> Because I didn't even ask you the most important question, the theme of this podcast. Mm. It's a very simple question. Oh, okay. That you get asked a lot, probably, but I'm asking it in the hopes that you answer it honestly. Okay. 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 So, how are you doing? Like for real, for ooh, real. That's a hard, ooh that question. You like set it up. I was like, what is this question going to be? How am I doing? Uh, my body is very tired right now. <laughs> I was. Like we were talking before, you know, we started recording of just all the stuff that I did this past weekend, just mm-hmm. running around and doing wrestling and like having the time of my life. But my body is very much like, all right, we need to take like five minutes and like take a nap and just calm down. Uh, but other than that, like I've been very go, go, go. So I haven't even like had a chance to like sit and like that's something that I personally struggle with is just checking in with myself Mm. of just like where i am uh like i can do it mentally but like emotionally has always been a struggle for me so i'm trying to answer this as as honestly as possible but i want to say good (laughs) like other than like physically just being drained right now which you know we'll bounce back you know we'll drink the water and eat the food and take the naps and all that all that uh but other than that like Things are going pretty good, I think, for me. Yeah. That's as, that's as honest as I can give right now. <laughs> um, you seem... You can tell me if I'm wrong, obviously. Kay. You seem a bit surprised that things are going good. Uh, yeah, and this is a this is a conversation I've always had. I'm, I'm also, like, super open with, like, mental health stuff. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, it's not something that people talk about enough of just genuinely where they're at or like what they're feeling or you know even their struggles right uh but so for me i've always been the person that waits on the other shoe to drop Mm. so like when things are going good uh i'm like okay well where's the bad like when does the bad come in like there's always been something it's like if i acknowledge that things are going good the universe will be like oh bet here's something to bring you back down Mm. uh and it's definitely been a struggle and something that i've been working on but yeah to answer kind of what of me being surprised yeah just because it's hard for me to admit that things are going well because in the back of my mind there's going to be something that's going bad that i'm not thinking about or is about to happen it's so weird my brain's a crazy place i mean that's actually not that like um like that actually keeps you a bit safer than the other direction, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because then when the bad thing does happen, yeah, maybe you were expecting it, but you probably can handle it a little bit better than you would have if you're just like sunshine and rainbows all right. the time. Which I wish I could be sunshine. Like I used to definitely be sunshine and rainbows all the time kind of person. But you know, enough stuff happens in your life as we get older, right? I feel like we all become just a little bit jaded about you know things happening around us. Uh, 
but yeah, it definitely prepares me for those situations and the things that do happen uh, a little bit more. But it also it also kind of sucks because I wish I could experience things purely mm. like in the sunshine and rainbows mindset. Right, right. Uh, so it, you know, it's a give and take. You know. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of gotten to that point where like I- I'm okay if something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Because I know that I can handle it because I've already gone through the worst thing. Hopefully that I'll ever go through. Maybe yeah. we'll see. Right, I'm gonna live a long time. Uh, so I know that if any of these like things that happen in life that are inevitable for everyone, I can handle it. And so going through that, knowing that I can handle it, gives me the ability to just kind of be in the present moment, enjoy the things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Not to say they're always good, but I think that's been helpful for me at least. Like, so not expecting anything to happen but knowing that the good things that are happening i deserve that because i've worked for it and i've earned it and so i can enjoy it and then i can celebrate myself and then i can keep moving forward and whatever happens happens and then i deal with it in that direction what's that like what of just acknowledging that like oh i worked really hard for this and i deserve it because that's where I'm at right now, of just like being, because you know wrestling. Wrestling's a whirlwind, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always something happening. You're either training, or you're going to a show, or mm-hmm. you have a match, or I mean, even in the age of social media, right? Like, that's another piece that you have to stopping to. I guess lack of a better phrase of like stopping to smell the roses is so difficult. Yes, and just taking that time to take that in. Always struggled with that. So, is, what is that like of just ag- acknowledging that? I'm gonna turn it around. And you have a question. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, what is that like to uh, be like? Oh, I deserve this. This is something that I've worked towards. So I I didn't accomplish that feeling when I was in wrestling. I had the same same view as most of us do. Um, it was always on to the next thing. Okay, I got this booking. That's sort of cool. But what's the next one? Because there's always an ultimate goal. And if I had ever reached WWE, I wonder if I would have felt the same way there. Mm. But I couldn't. I can't tell you. It didn't go there. Yeah. But now, removed from it and learning all of the stuff that I'm learning, it's not really about like stopping per se because we're always trying to have this forward momentum and when we keep grabbing it and keep moving forward. But it's about really just simply acknowledging the micro wins along the way. And it's not anything big, right? For me, it's simply when something I do goes the way I wanted it to go, I just tell myself, oh, that's like me. And I do a little fist bump. Okay. And that's it. There's nothing more to it because I'm keeping the momentum going, but I'm taking this five seconds, a minute, two minutes to acknowledge myself by saying, oh, okay, I woke up this morning and I did, and I committed to doing my morning routine. Fuck yeah, fist bump, that's like me. And that's a micro celebration for a very large win. Mm. And the same thing can happen uh, in wrestling or when you're doing anything that you're striving to be the best at. For sure. Um, Sometimes, yeah, if you have a weekend off of wrestling, which maybe you have, maybe you won't. It depends on how busy you get. But you take that weekend off and maybe you're with your wife and you're Mm -hmm. thinking like, I mean, this is nice. I would rather be booked, but this is nice. And you can celebrate that in the moment as well. And it goes into the reverse as well. Like, if you have a bad match, it's going to happen, right? Oh, it has happened. (laughs) We know that shame and guilt don't work. They don't make us better. They don't improve us. They don't make us feel good, right? So we want to remove shame and guilt when something good doesn't happen. And instead of saying, that's like me, when something good happens, we just say, oh, that needs work. Very easy. I like those. That needs work. Reload. 
That was a mistake, mistake, not a failure, because a failure is an unwillingness to move forward. You're still moving forward, so you're not a failure, you didn't fail, you just took a mistake, and it just needs work. You didn't throw a good arm drag, didn't have a good body slam, didn't throw a good punch, cool, needs work. I like that, so, I like that mindset. So that, those are the two approaches that I've taken in my, in my coaching practice, and they seem to work, they work really well for me, that's why I tell them to other people. Mm -hmm. And so I like celebrating the micro wins. Um, there's a guy that I follow, his name is Michael Gervais, he's like a sports psychologist, and he says, Anytime you do anything that you're proud of yourself, celebrate like a wild man, like a wild person. Just give yourself something, right? And it doesn't have to be this, you go get a massage every time. That right. would be very expensive. But it's just like telling yourself, positively reinforcing yourself that this thing that you're doing means something, that you did it. And that's important. Like if it's simple as you, it's really hard for you to brush your teeth or to have personal hygiene because you're just not feeling it. Mm -hmm. I know the feeling, right? Sure you do too. Mm. Fucking sucks. But you did it. You got out of bed, you made your bed, and you brushed your teeth. That's like me. And that's a win. And you just stack those up over and over and over again. And then it just becomes this, it kind of becomes just like a rhythm in your life. That yeah. you're just like, I do this shit. This is what I do. I love this. You know? Yeah. And um, because when we do feel our worst, we want to stick to our protocols. And if we don't know our protocols, because we haven't celebrated them, we haven't acknowledged them, then we can't stick to them when we start to feel really bad. And because we're all gonna, we're all gonna feel really bad. Mm -hmm. Life is very hard, mm -hmm. and it'll beat you down. For but sure. the way that you can overcome that is to have some of these tools just in your disposal all the time that you can just pick out when you need them, and then you reinforce that behavior, and then and then you're on a fucking roll. That's awesome. I'm really glad I asked you that actually, because now <laughs> I'm like I'm totally gonna steal the uh, the fist bump, and that's just like me. Yeah, absolutely. Like I love that. So now, I mean. Because you're, you're just getting rolling yeah. in your professional wrestling career. And it's a very exhilarating career. But it's, it's also, there's just a lot going on. A lot. Um, there's a lot of things that you have to kind of manage, I would say. is probably the right word. Yeah. And so being able to do that will just allow you to kind of stay grounded while For also sure. being able to probably reach your wildly important goals. Which, whatever they are, I'm mm -hmm. sure they're awesome. And they're wild. And they're sick. So sick. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, anything else you want to add to my uh, initial question? Of uh, how are you? Oh, yeah. That's what the question was, wasn't it? We went off on a little bit of a tangent Oh, there. that's I what like happens. It. I only usually prepare one it. podcast, but then I, I write down some other notes just I in case. It. But usually that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm so glad. I, like, I just picked that up and now I'm totally stealing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Uh, no, I didn't have anything else to add to that. Because, um, like you said, there's just always so much happening mm -hmm. in the world of wrestling that I would really need to like sit down and be like, oh, that was cool. Eh, that needs work. That was awesome. That's like me. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I would say, I would say I'm pretty like baseline right now. Mm -hmm. Especially taking that nap today. Made... Because I would have been definitely below. Like, I crushed that nap today. <laughs> Are you a big right. napper? No. <laughs> That's how I knew I was so tired. Yeah? I Even as a kid, I was never the person to take a nap. Like, if the sun was up, I was not sleeping. I I mean, I'm also a night owl anyway, so mm. when do I sleep? Who knows? Um, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it's yeah. very hot. I need to turn the fan. Okay. I don't know if you're hot. I am You can bit. keep going. But yeah, I... As for naps, it's never been never been my jam. No? No. 
because uh, especially like it being like hot and I'm also of the mindset of like there's stuff that I could be doing right now oh, yeah. rather than sleeping. Mm. Even though sleeping is important and I recognize that. Yeah. Oh, sweating. Um, oh, that's so much better. Yeah, right? I love that. I don't want to be that person that's like, wow, it's really hard. No, you for sure should say something. Yeah. Sleeping is so important. So important. Espe yeah, especially like in the world of wrestling, like being a wrestler. Because there's like day-to-day -day of just existing mm -hmm. and stuff that you do there. But then, you know, wrestling stuff on top of it, it's, it's like... It's like adding the same weight of day-to-day -day life and then some because you're putting your body through so much and mm -hmm. you're, you know, exhausting your body that you need a little bit more recovery time. Right. You know, which I recognize, but I was like, I have all these things I need to get done. So let me get them done and then I can rest. But here we are a little bit more rested. We'll sleep again tonight. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Sleep is very important. Probably the most important thing. Oh yeah, like I've, I've definitely gotten a lot better. I there for a while uh, as a person with ADHD. Mm -hmm. um, we'll go through all the stuff, uh, but yeah, like TikTok has been the worst tool for me. Be like TikTok's great for knowledge, but <laughs> late at night I would just sit there and scroll for hours. I think my record record for like lack of a better term is like six hours i was just locked in a couch no just scrolling way. oh yeah because it's endless right it is yeah it's just endless dopamine here you go for hours oh yeah I constantly three four o'clock in the morning going to bed like whoa mm. is it because like your your mind was racing or you just got caught in in it yes <laughs> or both. it's kind of both yeah, yeah. um because sure. there's like I said, there's always stuff to, to look at or watch. And TikTok's just one thing. Like YouTube, I get sucked into YouTube a lot too. Because there's just so much stuff out there to watch. And then at night is the time where the world is the quietest. Mm -hmm. So I don't have like the outside noises or like even just in my own house, like all my pets are asleep, my wife's asleep. Uh, I don't have that external stimuli so I can just mellow out. But then my brain also is like, hey, let's fill that empty time with all of the things, mm. all the things you could possibly be thinking about. Gotten a lot better. Nice. Uh, just because, you know, that's prime spiral time too. Of just like, cool, nothing is happening and you're by yourself. Here's all your thoughts you can ruminate sure. on. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've always had trouble sleeping. Yeah. Just... I mean, when I was young, it wasn't because I was thinking about anything. It was mm -hmm. just, I don't know, I just had trouble. I've always had nightmares, mm. um, things like that. But I've become a better sleeper as I've gotten older because I, I'm trying really hard to sleep good. Um, and it's made, it's made an exceptional difference. So I've really like, honed in on having like a digital sunset, mm. like putting away my phone. I'm, I'm not to the point where I want to unplug my internet yet because my roommate likes to use it. Yeah. Um, but when my girlfriend moves in, which she will in the beginning of the year. Hey. Yeah, awesome. Super amazing. Not awesome. Like, f fucking incredible stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to introduce that idea to her. Because normally I keep my phone by me now just to say goodnight to her, mm -hmm. to see when she's getting home from her things, because she doesn't live here yet. Yeah. And so when she does, I think I want to implement that of like a real digital sunset. Like when the sun goes down, our electronics are off. 
I like that idea. Maybe we'll watch TV because I like to watch TV before bed, but internet is off. Like, can't scroll. Uh, if I have to work late, sometimes I have to do, like, calls and speaking stuff at night because different time zones. Sure. That's fine. That's an exception for work. But that's, that's like, my initial goal. So I'm trying to do that now in the best possible way while still, you know, being responsive and there. Um, and so it, it's worked better. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, the idea of having a digital sunset has, like, worked well for me. Or just trying to implement some sort of routine at night. Like, trying to eat at least two or three hours before I go to bed so I'm digested. Like, having low light so mm-hmm. I'm not hitting the external stimuli. Like, trying to put my phone away unless it's talking to my girlfriend, not posting on social. Mm. Um, Scrolling. You know, it, sometimes having hours, some tea yeah. or some, like, some magnesium to kind of cool me down. Mm-hmm. Just, like, adding some of that stuff has helped me because I'm really focused on my morning routine. Like, I have it dialed in. Like, the first hour of my day is, like, boom. And yeah. It's, now it's like, I'm always like, that's like me. Always. Because I got it dialed. It's awesome. That's awesome. I'm trying to do that with my nighttime routine. But like I said, I can't fully dive into it yet because uh, my girlfriend doesn't live here yet. Mm-hmm. And my roommate wants to watch TV and use the internet and all right. that stuff because he pays for it also. So. Right. <laughs> It'd be very... yeah, that's super cool though. Yeah. Like, so I'm trying that. It, it, it reminds me a lot of like, uh, so before I moved to Texas, I moved to Texas in 2016. Uh, actually, before I met my wife in 2015, uh, I lived in a couple of different hippie houses, mm-hmm. with lack of a better phrase, of called hippie houses, where just a bunch of people lived together, just a bunch of hippies, uh, and the last place I lived didn't have a microwave for hippie reasons, um, but that reminded me a lot of that, of just like very intentional about like the time that you spend in the evening, because mm-hmm. the evening can be so relaxing and just your time to unwind but i feel like me especially uh and just the world have really gotten away from just taking that time to just mellow out and just spending all that time on their phones Mm -hmm. right uh so i may try and start doing that not necessarily a sunset but maybe like a 10 o'clock yeah (laughs) just like let me just move this over here right so that i don't deal with that separate room everything yeah Oh my god, like having two of every social media right now is just a mess. Yes. Because my phone is just constantly blowing up. Right. Yeah, you're yeah, oh yeah, you're just in the thick of the the real life version of you on social. Uh-huh. And uh the Morgan Mercy version of yeah, you on social. That's right. Like God, just like all the things that I'm doing, it's constantly like everything is growing, which is awesome and that's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it can be a lot just because it's all being notification city all day yeah like my phone does not leave silent (laughs) it's just constantly vibrating of just you know likes and follows and all this which again is super cool but it is uh it's still also a lot to to deal with because i have to keep my mind on that you know yeah but Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) i'm thinking i have some thoughts oh Um, i like thoughts yeah, but there's just, there's just a couple tips. I'll I'll tell them to you later. Okay, about, perfect. Maybe about social. Um, yeah, I was I ran through the same issue as you because I had an Aaron Mashbitz uh, page, everything Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and then I created a Jackson Stone one when I started wrestling, and then I deleted all of the Aaron Mashbitz ones. Oh, gone. Yeah. Off. Everything is Jackson Stone. YouTube. You put all those chips in that basket. All the chips in the one basket. And now I'm I'm starting to I'm trying to have to figure out because I'm not going to delete any of the socials, right? 
mm-hmm. because uh, you know I, I've, I've, I got a following and um, Jackson Stone created this kind of brand for me for sure and so I, it's amazing and I'm very blessed and grateful for that so I'm not I'm trying to figure out a way to kind of have both because this podcast is still named Jackson Talks Everybody awesome I love the name I haven't come up with a different name to replace it yet that would include Aaron I don't know if I will Aaron Talks Everybody <laughs> There you go. Just change the name. It's like it's like Blue's Clues, right? They would change like a host every so often. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's what they did, right? Huh. There was a Steve, and then there was... I couldn't tell you after Steve, but I know there was a bunch of different guys in different colored shirts. I have no idea. You could just change your shirt, change your name, and like, no, 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 I'm Aaron. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I, got, I have no idea. So as of right now, it's staying the same. Cool. But I understand that the very interesting dynamic of for sure the two socials and kind of two identities and really yeah what's what and it's very it's it's a world it's definitely uh it's a juggling act it's a spinning plates if 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 you will yeah but yeah like you said like facebook twitter instagram i didn't use instagram hardly before i started wrestling like my friends would tag me and stuff on there. It was re- the only reason there's any posts on like my personal Instagram is because my wife adds me as a collaborator. Yeah. Uh, or will like tag me and stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, put that on my profile because yeah. I'm just real bad about posting on there. Um, but, and like so yeah, Instagram, and now there's TikTok too, which I haven't even begun to try and get into that world because. Again, we're kind of afraid of TikTok just a little bit, just because it is such a time suck. Uh-huh. But like, I don't know if I have that kind of time, you know? Yeah, I'm a I'm a, a post and ghost kind of guy. Ooh, I like that. I, I I plan most of my posts. I know what I want to post when I want to post it. I post it and then I leave the platform, and then I have timers set on my phone also, so that I only have a set amount of time to look at DMs, check notifications, things that like are actually business related. Mm-hmm. And then I attempt to not ever scroll, but that doesn't happen. I'm not perfect, but that's my intention going in. So I'm trying to curate these uh, emotional parameters when I'm using social media, which has helped me a little bit. Yeah, I definitely incorporated that with TikTok of just like having a, because especially after the six hours, nights, <laughs> like, I'm like, we're, we're only going to allow TikTok to work for this amount of time. And even when I pull it up, it's like, hey, you only got like 25 minutes left. Nice. And I'm like, all right, cool. Sometimes, because I'm also not perfect. Sometimes it's like, hey, I, I do hate that my phone is like, you want to add 10 minutes to that timer? Like, <laughs> it does give you the option. I right? don't necessarily want to, but I'm gonna. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna ask. Sure. Right. Add 10. It's right. Let me just push a button. Um, but yeah, like I definitely try and stick to the uh, timer, at least with that one. Facebook, I need to probably get to that habit because I, I, it's such muscle memory, right? Of just like, let me open my phone, Facebook, scroll. Like, what was I doing? What was I doing? I totally forgot what I was doing. And then, yeah. And now I've been scrolling for 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah. It's such a weird thing that I think nobody talks about of just the death scrolling forever. Yeah. It's just endless. Endless. Yeah. Well, anyways. Yeah. Social media rabbit hole. Yeah. Off that. (laughs) um, I want to talk about uh, wrestling. Please. Some more. I want to talk about... First, why you love wrestling when you fell in love with it. I know it's a generic question, but this is only your second podcast, so I'll be the first first one to kind of ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then when you do like 100 podcasts down the road, you'll be like, ah. I'm going to have this answered down. You're going to have it down. 
But I'm going to be the like, first. Copy paste. Yeah. Like, here's my generic answer. Uh, so it's kind of been a hard question for me to answer. So as I think about it, like as a person with ADHD, it's always been for me, because I, as a kid, super into Pokemon. Mm. I mean, I'm still, my, I have a Pokemon wedding ring too. Um, yeah. That's You've awesome. never seen that? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a little Pokeball. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My wife proposed to me in a Pokeball whole thing. Wow. Real cute. That's so magical. Yeah, it's real cute. Um, and uh, so I've always been into things with lots of variety because I can like focus on different aspects of it and it's still new to me. I don't get bored with it. So that's kind of how wrestling has been because they're endless wrestling. Like you can go back a hundred years and still see stuff that you've never seen, mm -hmm. right? No matter how much wrestling you watch, there's constantly every week hours upon hours of matches that you can watch and there's always new characters and new uh, you know moves or new storylines just something new to sink your teeth into uh so i think that's really what drew me to it uh our, so the first time that i ever really watched wrestling uh it was i vaguely remember when it was it was like august 2003 uh, it was right after Kane had unmasked. Uh. And so it was like the week after he set JR on fire. And they were talking about that whole thing. And I was like, I'm in. Because <laughs> it was just so like off the wall. And there were so many like different characters. This is when evolution was starting to become mm. a thing. So I was like, ooh, who are these guys? Uh, Victoria was wrestling. Victoria is one of my favorites. Um, so because I'm sure that question was coming too of like who are your favorites maybe maybe, maybe. well you don't have to ask you now <laughs> um, I've been on a couple shows with her yeah oh yeah 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 she seems so cool mm -hmm. uh haven't got the pleasure of meeting her yet um but yeah so just like the lack of a better word pageantry of just like the presentation of all the different people and the matches and the storylines have just really drew me to wrestling um, I kind of lost my train of thought. So I hope that answered your question. Yeah. For the most part. Okay, cool, cool, cool. August 2003. Yeah, yeah, around then. Is when you found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just stumbled across it with a friend and we watched it. And uh, he was like, eh, it's whatever. And then I just watched it for the next like three years. Fell out for about a decade because sure. I feel like everybody has that period where uh -huh. they kind of disappear from wrestling for Definitely. a bit. And then, yeah, just stumbled back into it around... 2015 or so and uh, I was like oh there's a lot of stuff that I've missed out on so now I've just been playing catch up so and then it took you another few years to decide that you actually wanted to do it so at that point I was uh, I was like oh I, I would love to wrestle I was like well I won't say how old I was at that point uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that a mystery yeah um, so I was like oh this would be fun to do because I'm from Missouri and when I was a kid the goal was me and my friends we were all really into wrestling and we're like oh we're gonna go to WLW we're gonna go to Harley races mm. school and because we had seen them come to our like our hometown like we met Terry Funk and Mick Foley and it was so cool um and you know just a little little indie show super fun and uh that was the goal and then you know we grew up and you know life got in the way and that's you know what happened uh but then in 2015 i was like i would like to get back into this and i would love to do it myself um 
you know, life stuff also happened around that point of just stuff getting in the way and, you know, there never being time and the school was like an hour away. You know, all the excuses we all make, right? Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, just I sat on it for a couple more years. Uh, then, <laughs> then the pandemic hit and I was like, man, I have this office job that I kind of hate that I kind of don't want to sit here and do. And so I reached out to a friend who I knew wrestled. Uh, and I was like, how do I get in on this? And then the rest has been history. So here I am. So it really just took, you know, an unprecedented global health crisis to get me into wrestling. So sometimes that happens, right? You just needed a little push. Yeah, a little push. It took a big push from the world, but yeah. <laughs> we got there. So. And when you told your wife that you were going to go start wrestling, what was that conversation like? Uh, it was... I, it, oh, it was like so stressful for me because I was like, I knew it was going to be such a big time suck. Uh, and I, we were like in the car and I was like, hey, so once everything kind of calms down numbers wise, you know, because we were like, eh, two weeks, slow the spread. Uh, we're still there. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to try and see if I could do this or, you know, it's just kind of always been like a lifelong dream of mine. Uh, and like, like Z's been pretty supportive, um, just like in terms of wrestling in general, as, as supportive as a non-wrestling fan uh, partner can be, mm -hmm. of just like, I don't understand, but you go have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, been, it's been an interesting ride, but as for that conversation, it was pretty like, okay, we'll see what happens, uh -huh. so. Mm. Yeah. Has that has that dynamic changed now that you're kind of in the thick of it and you're you're wrestling every weekend and traveling and oh, traveling, running around all over the place. Uh, it the dynamic hasn't really changed much between us. Um, I do still feel like a little guilty though because I'm like I'm leaving my partner at home and I'm running around doing all this stuff. But what I tell myself is like it's like having a second job. Like, I'm running around making money, you know, promoting a brand or, like, building with myself. Uh, so that's kind of how I think about it. But I think that's more for me mm. of just, like, quelling my anxieties. Just because I'm always, like, what can I be doing better in our relationship? And I, uh, you know, recognize that wrestling is just so much. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but our dynamic hasn't really changed um, we have to be a little bit more intentional with the time that we do spend together mm -hmm. just because a lot of that time is already accounted for. Right. So that's really been the only change since I've started. Cool. Yeah. Fun stuff. Well, <laughs> it's always the most important thing to have a important, loving, kind person by your side. Mm -hmm. Right. It just makes everything better. For sure. And also harder when you're away from that person. You're like, right. I want to be with that person, but I'm also chasing my dream. So it's like... But. Yeah, exactly. That exact moment happens all the time. Uh -huh. Of just like, which do I do? Like, I feel like I'm just so torn between the two things. Of like, I could be... Like, if I had the opportunity, my body wouldn't handle it well. But like, if I could just wrestle every day, I totally would. Uh, but then again, I'm also like, one, I need to sleep. We need to talk about... We'll, we'll, we talked about that. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, just spending time with my wife uh, is also super important. So I need to, it's been like a, a give and take. 
what I do, uh, so in terms of like our dynamic changing, uh, what I've tried to do and what I've been pretty successful at so far, it's like me. Um, <laughs> you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I'm already incorporating it. Um, is uh, once a month just taking like a week or uh, a weekend off of wrestling mm-hmm. and just that being like, we call it my wifey weekend. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to kind of like stay out of being sucked in, cause into like wrestling every weekend. Because if I, if I could, I would, right? Of just like Friday through Sunday wrestling, being on the road, doing all that stuff. Uh, but I also think it's important to really just have that time to reconnect with my wife. Uh, like for instance, this week we're going to uh, an anime convention, so that'd be fun. Oh, um, sweet. Yeah, we're going to A Fest. If anybody's familiar with that, uh, so yeah, I've been once a month at least trying to like not talk about wrestling or be really around wrestling or even just like going to a show or anything like that. So yeah, that's that's kind of been the balance that I've tried to strike with it. That's beautiful. Yeah. I hope you keep that forever. Ugh, man, I'm trying. Because <laughs> that, that's, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Like, that's me. Uh, so, that's so good. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys are doing that because your relationship will always be more important than wrestling mm-hmm. and it'll last longer than wrestling. But to be able to sort of be able to harmonia- harmoniously have the two together is like, very very cool yeah and i mean google calendar has been a lifesaver on that just because it's like if i get a booking it's like all right i still have this these many weekends free like all right we need to claim one that is the weekend that we don't do any wrestling yeah uh which is real fun when people are like hey what about you know this weekend can you come work on this weekend like sorry bud i can't no i'm already i'm already booked up (laughs) so yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting. Uh, I I've never been an organized person, mm-hmm. so definitely the calendar has been a lifesaver for me. Of yeah. just making sure that I've got time for everything. Yeah, and you want to keep your bookings in order, and yeah. that's that's so. Yeah, yeah, good. Another question for you, mm. very important. Mm. So you're you said you're twenty two matches in somewhere around there. What's um, the difference between match number one and match twenty two? Uh, I can listen to the crowd now. I can listen to and like uh, pick things out of the crowd. Like my first match, I was so in my head and like trying to remember everything that I'm supposed to be doing in this match. And though, uh, it, it, and like trying to have a concept of time. Mm. Definitely now, I still concept of time has been a real struggle for me in general. Um, just because I can't recognize when a minute is or whatever yeah uh but like being able to listen to the crowd and react based upon that crowd has been a big change for me um my first match i (laughs) i couldn't really look anybody in the eyes because i would have just like deer in the headlights right of just like not not like stage fright Mm. uh of just like Oh, I've completely forgotten everything I was supposed to be doing right now. Everybody's <laughs> eyes are on me. Uh, but now uh, I can, I guess, interact a little bit more. Mm. Um, so that's been definitely a positive. Uh, what else has been different? Um, I don't know how much of like the how the sausage is made that you want to talk about. You, I've, I've talked about 
everything. Okay, cool. All of it. Uh, I didn't even talk about like calling and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, like I can definitely do that. I've called some stuff on the fly, um, which it was a big deal for me because I you know, was like, all right, here's what we talked about. Here's what we need to do. And if that goes awry, and I'm like, I, I, I was just lost. Um, but now being able to like communicate and uh, call stuff on the fly has been like not perfect at it. Nobody ever is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's been a big positive for me. Nice. So yeah. So a few things. I'm gonna talk myself up real big, and then uh, we're gonna watch one of my matches, and you're gonna be like, wow. <laughs> Hot Garbo. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would know you wouldn't. Would That's literally never say that. I know. <laughs> and not behind your back either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would find a way to say it where, it, where it made a difference in your career. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I do appreciate that. Like the first, my first match, I was definitely uh, like, "All right, do you have any feedback for me? Okay, thank you. Have any feedback for me? Okay, thank you." And I came to you, and I was like, "Hey, you have anything for me?" I don't even remember exactly what you said, but you're like. Let's get a few more matches in, and then I, then I'll critique you. <laughs> yeah, because I only said that because like one after your first match, everything sucks. Like oh. It was your first match, but you had your first match, and that's fucking the only thing you should be thinking about. Yeah, like I did this. I wanted to be a professional wrestler. I trained for a really long time, and then I had a match. Yeah, in front of a crowd in a professional wrestling yeah. ring for a professional wrestling company. So I'm a professional wrestler. That's so cool when you like put it in those terms, right? That's cool as shit. I definitely in that moment wasn't like I was very much like, all right, on to the next thing, right? Of like, wh- where do we go from here? And I knew everyone was going to be telling you stuff. Kirby was going to be telling you stuff. Great, you should get feedback after you do something For that sure. you're trying to excel at. But in my view, in the moment, it's like, no, this is cool as hell. No, it's super funny though, because like you know, we had a certain amount of time that we needed to fill. Uh, and then the time goes so fast when you're in there. Oh, yeah. Again, no concept of time. Uh, and, you know, we finished and did all of our things. And uh, Travis, the ref, one of the refs at MPX, is helping me to the back. And I was like, I was like why'd, we, uh, why'd we go home early? <laughs> and it was like, no, that was the time. Because <laughs> I swore it was two minutes. Really? Yeah. And I, because I was like, I wasn't mad at him or anything, but I was just like, Oh, why'd we go home early? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! In my first match, I was like, "Oh god, I was hot. I was I was such garbage that like they pulled the plug on everything." And like now I know that wasn't the case, but definitely in that moment, that's what you felt. Oh my gosh, I was just like, "Wow, I was so bad that like they're like get her out of there." <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, that didn't happen. You crushed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're now you're twenty. Two matches in, yeah, on a roll, rolling. Um, where do you where do you want to be? Do you have a do you have a goal? Do you have a next six months, year, two years? Do you have a have you thought about that? I haven't really like put it in those terms. Like I have a list of places that I'd love to work, mm-hmm. and because I'm just kind of going along for the ride. Because if I set those goals, I don't necessarily know exactly how lofty those goals are, how realistic they are. Mm-hmm. Um. And I know myself, and if I set them too lofty, I'm going to try and attain those goals. And if I don't attain them, then I'm going to feel like, oh, cool. You know, I'm so bad. You know, know, just get real down on myself. Uh, So I've definitely always been a kind of go with the flow kind of person. Uh, 
in terms of wrestling, I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of just getting my feet wet, Mm. you know, of just figuring out like the places I do like to go or where do I want to go. Um, and just really kind of taking every opportunity as it comes along, uh, and trying to make those own opportunities for myself as well. Uh, I haven't really sat down and thought of like what I want to do in the next six months. Cause even man, in the next six months, I'll have been wrestling a year, like, like matches for a year. It's crazy. When was your first match? Uh, uh November, November, 2021. I know less wow. than six months. I'll be a year in oh, Isn't that crazy. That's so cool. Uh, it's so weird. Cause like time flies so fast. It's wicked. Yeah, like the other day I was like, I've been training since 2020. Yeah, that was like, you know, a year. Oh, that was over two years ago. <laughs> like, I started training over two years ago. It's so crazy to me. Uh, but yeah, I don't really know. Like, ultimately, the huge ultimate lofty goal that I would love to get to, uh, two things, like wrestling overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always really wanted to wrestle for Eve Pro. Just a UK promotion, yeah. Um, all women's promotion. I wrestled out there. Yeah, you wrestled for them or just no, out there? I, I wrestled in the UK and Germany oh, okay, a bunch cool. of times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Germany. Oh, I'd love to go back to Germany. Germany's favorite. great. Love Germany. Um, and the ultimate super lofty goal, AEW. Like since its inception, I've loved everything that I see about that company. It just seems like a really good atmosphere mm-hmm. to be in. Uh, and I love all the talent that's been on there and it's just so pro wrestling based, Mm -hmm. right? Like, uh, ability and just match structure. I I just love everything that AEW has done so far for the most part. Um, will there be exceptions? There's always exceptions, but that is the ultimate lofty goal. And that's kind of what I'm trying to strive towards Mm. of just like making those connections with people doing my best being professional like everywhere i go i'm the most professional (laughs) like i'm like yeah nice to meet you hi yes thank you nice to meet you i'm just i'm a handshaky person yeah yeah uh and i always you know try and look nice and yeah so that's always been the ultimate goal but as for like a short-term goal i'm really just kind of like enjoying the ride trying to uh and just trying to keep on that wave you know trying to find the next wave into the next one but I do need to celebrate those moments a little bit more because, again, it, with it being almost a year, I don't know that I've, like, taken those moments to be like, hey, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's like me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's where I am with that. You are a professional wrestler. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's so crazy to think about. You did when, it. At what point do you, uh, did or did you kind of, like, accept, like, wow, I do this damn thing. When I started portraying Lights, Camera, Jackson. Okay. And everything that I talked about was pretend. And okay. everything was curated, and I was, like, using every resource I had. My mom's car, my sister's apartment, someone else's car, yeah, my yeah, boyf- yeah. her boyfriend's motorcycle. Everything that I could to create this character, I was just... I was just making it work. I didn't, have any, skin shoes. didn't have any money. I didn't have my own place. <laughs> what are you talking about? I wasn't, a, I wasn't a movie star, but I was so committed to being this professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm doing it. All right, cool. I'm in it. I uh, like that. And then I was, yeah, so that's when I was like, okay, yeah, I'm Lights Cameron Jackson. That's who I am. Perfect. Uh, but then that, 
to yeah anyways it's <laughs> um, <laughs> so no, yeah a rabbit hole for yeah sure. no I, yeah talk, anyways um, that's when I felt it when they would like basically was consuming my life in, in a way I wanted it to like it became my full time job like I was only wrestling okay uh, and then COVID hit and I didn't have a job anymore and now we're here now we're here I have every other job except for being a professional wrestler it's amazing what happens you know two weeks to slow the curve right <laughs> what are two weeks yeah yeah um, it's been a journey so yeah that's what I felt it but I'm I'm very grateful to be doing all of this now so no I'm glad you do all this like this is like the you are loved and like all the mental health stuff that you do is so awesome it's so important, especially like in the wrestling world, because everybody is all about themselves and, you know, protecting themselves and elevating themselves that I just feel like everybody can do a little bit better to take care of each other. Mm. You know, just like you said, you're going to have bad matches, right? Like that has always been the thing to me of like those people that are like, hey, it's okay. Like to help you get back on your feet, right? Because right? if that's what you want to do, being a professional wrestler is what you want to do like having a bad match is such such like a, a shot to like the ego right or like just your i guess like how well you are at being a professional wrestler you're like wow i'm the most garbage so definitely taking care of each other is super important and i'm really glad like all the stuff that you do thank you mm -hmm. there's a um, course there's one tool that's super important that i use with some of my athletes as well and it goes in hand with the that's like me thing. So after every match that you have, regardless if it was good, bad, the best one you've ever had, or the worst one you've ever had, you basically want to do this thing called uh, well, better, how. Okay, so the first step is, okay, may have been the worst match you've ever had, but you can still sit down and think about at least one thing you did really well. Okay, write it down. What did I do really well? Or what did I do awesome? If there's more than one thing, write them all down. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. That's like me, that's like me, that's like me, that's like me. Cool. Next one is um, what do I need to improve on? Not what did I do badly? What did I fuck up at? How did I embarrass myself? Sure. None of those things work. Just what do I need to improve on? Okay, I'd, that bump was kind of weird. I could have thrown this strike better. Mm -hmm. I could have had more energy on my comeback. Okay, cool. And then the last part is how. How do I do that? So you look at the things you want to improve. How do you do it? And you make one action for each of those things. If there's only one thing, you make one action. Okay, I go to training this week and I spend the first two hours um, going over my comeback, whatever, right? So you can do that after every single match and it allows you to actually reflect on what was good, what was bad, and what needs improvement rather than being, I'm um, shit, that match was shit, everything is shit. Mm -hmm. you, you might feel that when you come back from the curtain because adrenaline is high. Uh, and the, the crash, yeah. You know, the, the crowd might have acted uh, in a way that they're kind of confused because they don't expect that from you, right? Yeah. But they're like, I want to be supportive because we love her, but we that wasn't supposed to happen. Something like that, right? So yeah, you're yeah, kind of yeah. coming back, you kind of feel bad for them because you're wanting to put on. So you have all these mixed emotions, right? So you don't want to do envy at that exact moment. And then you don't know what other people are going to say to you. Maybe you're at a company where the promoter is not really forgiving, so he's kind of being mean. And MPX, everyone is kind of kind. Yeah, and, very and, much and so. And they're helpful and they'll be like, ah, it's happened to me, you get them next time, something like right. that. And then when you get home that night, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I feel a little bit clearer for yeah. my match. What actually happened? Maybe you have a chance to watch it back and then you can actually reflect on it in a way that's like, oh, I actually did like a lot of good stuff. Just that one thing didn't go very well and that kind of made me think the whole match didn't go well. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's usually, it's usually like one thing and right. that's where we ruminate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely somewhere where I can 
improve personally of just watching my stuff back. I'm finally getting to a point of being able to watch it, but I've kind of figured out what helps is watching it back with a person mm-hmm. so that way I can be like, I'm not having to just cringe at myself. We can talk about it, you know? Right. Uh, at least, like, takes the, the focus off of me just picking myself apart. Right. And it kind of goes back to, like, what you're saying of becoming a fan. It, it's, it's watching yourself, but also watching it through a fan's eyes. Right. It's a weird experience. Um, but, yeah, like, I've been trying to be better about watching my stuff back, uh, at least over, like, the past couple of months. Because there for a while, like, in the beginning, I'm like, these are not going to be good matches. I don't want to watch them back. I don't even know that I've watched my first match, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Mine's but still on YouTube. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, mine's on the network somewhere. Network.mpx. There was no network when I had my first match. <laughs> I mean, it was, only, you, in 20, you, it was uh, only in 2016, but... Wow. I'm just like... 2016 feels so recent to me still. It is, I, didn't, I don't think it's that. Well, I mean, it is six years ago. I know, isn't that... It's so crazy. Like... I think of like 2012 and 2013, that's a decade ago, but it still feels like it just happened to me. Again, no concept of time. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I graduated high school in 2010. I don't, I, to me, that's like, wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Same. Like I just turned 30. I'm not, I still feel very young and lively. So I don't Good. know. Uh, I'm just hitting my peak. Just Look hitting at you. my peak. Oh, it's wild. Totally different feeling than when I turned. Never mind. Well, you just you just started wrestling, so you're you're, you're getting used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, I'm, I'm catching up. To you're getting used to your body feeling like this, and then you'll start to understand what you need to do to recover. Um, and then at some point, you'll stop training as hard as you do because you're having so many matches. Hopefully, you don't stop training. Yeah. But right now, you're training hard, and you're wrestling on the weekends. Right, that's a lot. It's a lot. So then you start kind of start to figure out, okay, what can I do in the gym? This makes me feel better. Okay, I'm wrestling here and here so I can backlog my workouts to this. Okay, I get one training day here kind of to recover, kind of to figure some stuff out, and then I'm back on the road. You'll start to figure it out. It's not like your body's going to feel good. No. I've definitely come to terms with that, that my body will never feel good again. But you will have a better sense of just what needs to, like what kind of stuff is important. Yeah. Because you're going to have wear and tear and your knees are kind of already Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this, like, we're... You're good now? We're getting there. Yeah, I know, right? Knock on all the wood. Yeah. Uh, like this, we're we're to a point where I have a lot of strength in my legs. I still wear a knee brace just yeah. to be safe. Because yeah, you were there the the last day that I re-injured it, right? And that was the last time that I've had an issue. Um, and so I've definitely been pretty like babying this knee of just trying to strengthen it yeah uh yeah again train of thought gone (laughs) i know i know what you mean but you're it's it's in good shape now it's it's in better shape i wouldn't say good but it is much better shape yeah and it's also your knees and your hips and your glute and your shoulders are all getting used to wrestling yeah so they're going to adjust because our body is like this most magical thing yeah Uh, it's crazy it's unbelievable how just how much stuff happens just automatically and we're just like oh okay yeah and so wrestling is one of those things where it will adjust uh, and, and you'll start to have some aches and pains, but it'll just become this like thing that you do and your body knows that you're about to do it. And you're like, okay, yeah. we're in wrestling mode now. Right. Here we go. Go out there and do the thing. Yep. And it'll protect, like, it'll protect you just I, like Kirby with his two torn ACLs. And he went out and wrestled two nights a week, rest training, yeah. doing all of the things. And is that wise? Who knows? But 
I love him for it. <laughs> you know, probably not wise, but he got it done because his body knew what it was supposed to do uh-huh. because it's in a magical thing. And so, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. It is so crazy though. Like I remember my first bump of just being like, oh yeah, that sucked. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate all this. And now I'm just like bumping like it's not even a problem. <laughs> right. You for, you forget that it actually hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your body, just, again, just becomes so used uh-huh. to it that, yep, this is just how this feels now. Right. It's like, like you have to actually sell because originally the bumps really did hurt and they still do hurt, but we got used to it so much that it's like, oh. Right. Oh, it, shit. <laughs> so that's that's i mean that's I it love, i love just randomly selling stuff yeah. like driving over a bump in the road yeah because i'm definitely that person that's like hey bump <laughs> my wife did this for a minute it's so funny and i'm so i wish i wish as he would start doing this again of just like when we go over a bump <laughs> he would just be like oh <laughs> 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 oh it's the best but I, I want more people to do that in the car with me. I'm just she just randomly the bump. Would do that. Yeah, well, you go on a bump in the road, uh, and that's your bump. Yeah, and so you she sell. she started doing that when you started wrestling or before. Uh, when I started wrestling. Ah, uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Little does you know, you're, you might actually go over a bump, and there'll be a kink in your neck afterwards. And oh, you won't be selling. No, like, oh, this is real. <laughs> this shoot. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> I have shooting pain in my neck. Um, I have a couple more questions for you. Perfect. And then I'll let you go. But one is about something that you mentioned off camera before I turned on the camera. Okay. And then asked you if I could ask you about it. Okay. But you mentioned going to see your therapist. Uh-huh. On Monday. Today. Oh, you saw her today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, before this. Uh-huh. Um, it's and then therapy I, day. Therapy day. It's a beautiful day. Um, how long have you been in therapy? And why did you start, if, I, if I'm able to ask that question? Uh, so... Started therapy in 2019. Yeah, around 2019. Uh, started therapy because I probably always needed therapy. Mm. Uh, like, without going into all the trauma. Uh, just so many crazy things have happened in my life. And I've just, I've been through, I've lived like three lives up to this point. Um, and, you know, processing all of that and picking all that apart uh has been fun um but it's been necessary uh so that's kind of the reason i started like i started dealing with anxiety a lot of just in general of just general life anxiety of just everything making me anxious and i still deal with this a little bit like if there's an unexpected noise i'm very much like i tense up real bad uh but we're, we're, we're getting better, right? That's the idea is to make those improvements uh, within ourselves. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the reason I started going to therapy was just everything that I'd been through kind of rearing its ugly head mm. uh, and just needing to process through all of that. And I guess just try and get back to a place of like normalcy, if that makes sense, or whatever normal, you know, can be. Mm-hmm. Um also, I just needed somebody to like be like, hey, so all this crazy stuff has happened in my life. I need to talk it out with somebody who's yeah. not going to like judge me sure. um, or, you know, that can listen to this and like actually have some insight into it rather than, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> mm. um, and so, yeah, that's kind of the reason I've really started going. So, yeah, I know it's a short answer, but no, it's- without going into like super detail about it that's that's pretty much the reasons and it's been helpful it's been so helpful like 
just being able to uh, experience the world and even just accept that like good things in my life because uh, we were kind of talking I don't know if that was the beginning of this or if this was before we started recording so we've been talking a while yeah. Uh, yeah. of just like when the other shoe is going to drop right um, yeah I think that was earlier yeah it was earlier of just like when the other shoe is going to drop uh, and I've made huge improvements with that uh, even just com- like accepting compliments has been a huge deal for me I used to always be that person that was like like if somebody was like hey you look really good today I'm like I sure don't but thank you uh, yeah, like looking back, it's really cringy to say that because somebody's complimenting you. But right, that's uh, just how I felt. I was just like, mm, you're just being really nice. Um, and being able to like accept compliments and even just yeah, just to say thank you and move on like has been a huge improvement for me. It's something small that people don't think about, but for me, that's a huge deal, yeah. right? Uh, just because I have beat myself down and the world has beat me down for so long that that's just the lies that I told myself of like, this is, uh, this is the reality and everybody else is lying. If that makes sense. So yeah, better. We're getting there. That's amazing. (laughs) Still a lot of work to do, but we're getting there. Thank you for sharing. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I, as you know, I, um, I'm a big proponent of therapy. Mm hmm. Right. I, Same. I think uh, a lot of times when we're when we're thinking about our mental health, we only feel like we deserve help for it when we're in a crisis. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's kind of how our society has been built. Right. But mental health encompasses much more than any sort of mental health condition. Right. You think of mental health condition, you think of depression, anxiety, OCD, bipolar disorder, and you know the list. Right. Those are mental health conditions that uh, can be diagnosed and then you know you deserve the treatment and care for those but when you just talk about mental health in general yeah that's every day it's how you think it's how you feel it's how you act that encompasses literally everything in your life your job your relationships your circumstances your environment things that happen um all of that stuff encompasses your mental health and so if we can get to a point where we can be a little bit proactive about it um not that you have to go see a therapist right but if that's the best option for you Fantastic, but I, I, my, I, my kind of ultimate goal is like to for us to view mental health as an everyday thing that everyone goes through, and that if we can implement some of these tools into our life on a daily basis, then when we do hit a crisis, which we will, and something bad happens, which it will, then we have these tools that are equipped, and there's no shame built around getting help and asking for help. It's just like a normal thing that we do. Like, hey, I'm, I'm going through this right now. Mm-hmm. Can I just like talk to you about it and then we can go get some help? Oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Instead of like, like having this like huge ordeal about having to ask someone for help because we've normalized the idea that we're all gonna struggle, we're all gonna have setbacks, we're all gonna have obstacles, death is gonna happen, things are gonna happen. Okay, now that we know that and no perfect per- person exists ever, and no one ever will exist as perfect. Now we can have these normal conversations and share in our common humanity about going through our mental health. And then in the same token, we can then thrive and prosper together because we've come to terms with this other thing. For sure. That's and what I think about. I will say like, even over like the past five years, I feel like there's been such a change in our society of how we view mental health. Mm-hmm. Cause I, it could just be that I'm getting older and you know, 
people that I'm around are a little bit more open about their mental health or, you know, all that. Uh, but it feels like society has definitely turned a corner on that. Yeah. Because you hear people talk about like, oh, you know, I have anxiety or, I mean, even just ADHD in general. I would not have ever thought that I had ADHD until my therapist brought it up. But that's also because of like stigma and, you know, how people perceive it and all that. But I feel like education is becoming so way more prevalent Mm -hmm. that we're actually talking about it more in like a, a real way of just this is what I experienced uh, oh I go through that stuff too and it, it definitely makes us all more relatable to each other and right. without you know without sounding, sounding too cheesy I feel like it makes the world a better place because we understand each other a little bit more absolutely it makes us a better place yeah rather than jumping to anger or you know attacking each other or anything like that it's like oh okay I get it I see where you're coming from mm-hmm. I just I think it's super awesome that that's where we've advanced to. Yeah. Even over just the last couple years that I've been doing this work, it's, uh, it's incredibly optimistic about where we're going as a society. It's really cool that so many people are publicly talking about it, privately talking about it, the work we're doing in schools to try to get our kids to talk about it, to give them the tools, to equip them with the tools in businesses, in workplace, in athletics, mm-hmm. in entertainment, all of these things. Because all of us are just real people. Yeah. doesn't matter what our job title is. We're all real people with real issues. And if we can just share in that common humanity about going through stuff and having these resources available, having these tools available, having these normal conversations. For sure. It's like the most amazing thing that we can do as a, as a, as a people, as a human, just to talk about it so yeah I love that yeah yeah um what would you say to someone who is thinking about starting therapy but maybe a little bit there's some fear there do it what's the worst that could happen that's that's literally like if anybody is ever like oh I should start going to therapy or whatever do it like their job is to listen to you Mm -hmm. like so they're yeah they're there to listen and to help you out like they're not gonna judge you they're it's it's literally the most helpful thing you can do for yourself and for your mental health is to have someone that has those skills and that knowledge be able to help you navigate you know your past experiences the things you're going through currently uh things you want to do in the future like it's it's What's the word I'm looking for? It's like priceless, you know? Uh, it, it is something you can kind of dip your toe in and kind of do it gradually. But it's also super beneficial. Just go for it, you know? Uh, and without recognizing, like, I understand, like, mental health access. It's gotten a lot better, but it's still pretty expensive. I'm very thankful that, like, my job allows me, uh, as part of my benefits, to, like, go and uh, get therapy and it not, like, cost me an arm and a leg, right? Right. Uh, So I recognize that that is definitely an obstacle. Um, But there there are always ways out there to... uh, to to seek that help if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I say go for it. You know, what's the? It, it's 
it's literally only positive you can get out of it. Right. Like, will there be bad situations and bad fits with therapists? Sure. Sure. But the thing, the beauty of that is there's always other people that you can go see. You're not stuck with the same person forever. I, my first therapist, not a good fit. <laughs> I saw her for a year and I was like, I'm not feeling this. Uh, and now the therapist that I have now, super awesome. Like we gel really well. And sometimes it, it's like with any other relationship. Sometimes you got to find the right fit, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's not set in stone. You can always change it or, uh, I guess go to like go see somebody else right so go for it that that's that's ultimately my answer is yeah. just yeah go for it i think that's the best advice and also as a reminder if you are out there looking for um therapy and you do and there is a, a money barrier to that you can reach out to me and my nonprofit as one of our specialties is uh helping people pay for their therapy so you can go to the website at youarelovelife.com or you can email us or you can go to the contact page on the website and then um, we'll help you get situated with whatever you're looking for, whether it's online therapy, in person, if you're in the DFW area or not, that depends as well. But um, that's something we do at our nonprofit. So I just want to throw that out there for those that are specifically listening to this episode for Morgan and don't know some of the work that I may do. So there's that. I, I love that you're like people would just specifically come for me. No, it's, You'd be it's, surprised. All, it's all you. You think so? <laughs> You'd be very surprised okay. um, how people will become fans of you and they will be inspired by you and they will listen and watch to every, everything that you post about. And it's really quite cool. It is cool. Yeah. And they'll, buy every, they'll buy every t-shirt. Yeah. Um, they'll comment and like on your posts. I love that. Um, for a number of reasons, they resonate with what you're doing. Um, they want to be like you. Mm. Um, they just say, fucking, she's hella cool. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things. But yeah. you'll have those people. Uh, I still have them from the very first day I of my wrestling cool. career. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, you know, Aaron Mercer, he was on my podcast. Oh, I love him. Uh, the episode dropped today. You know? Perfect. Good plan. And so, yeah. I mean, same thing happened with him, right? He, a lot of his fans... Uh, who would probably never listen to my podcast popped on and it's cool because they're getting exposed to my podcast they're getting uh, stuff they've never heard about Aaron and kind of the same thing about you right yeah. so it's, it's all it's all very cool I think that is super cool ah super cool yeah okay one more question <laughs> yeah yeah please very important oh god he like he like shook off the couch right, hold on. I feel like I need to match this energy <sighs> okay um, so one of my favorite podcasters his name is Tim Ferriss okay and he asked this really cool question at the end of his episodes. I'm not sure if he still does it, but I watched like a hundred of his episodes. He has like over a thousand or something now. Jeez. Maybe not a thousand, maybe like 500. Um, but he's like the original podcaster. Yeah. And so he always asked this question. I thought it was a really great question. I want to ask you. So if you had the ability to put a billboard up and millions of people would see it every day, what would you put on that billboard? Oh my gosh. Oh, what would I put on that billboard? I love that you're like, here, here's this question, this very vague question. And <laughs> fill, fill a little bit. Let me, let me, let me think on this. Let me. Okay. Well, this out. Uh, my billboard would say you are loved. Of course. 
And that was the first thing that popped in my head, but I was like, oh, it's also a cop-out answer. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Mercer said, it gets better. Ooh, or keep going. One. Yeah. Hmm. There will only be one version of you in this life, so be the best version of you that you can be. Fantastic. Yeah. There's room on a billboard for that. Of course there is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure someone said that somewhere. Maybe I picked that up, but I think it's a really good idea, right? Because we all try and be like everybody else. I'm especially guilty of that, of comparing myself to others. But I think it's important to really just be the best version of yourself, whatever that may be, you know? You're always going to be the best you, and you're always going to be the second best someone else. Ooh. I like that. I like that. That's really good. That's really good. I like that. That's it. Yeah. Nailed it. That's, That's like, like us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. That was so good. Perfect way to end it. That was awesome. Thank you really for joining me. Thanks for having me. It this was, was really, super fun. Really good to see you. Oh, it's so good to see you. I'm going to come to MPX soon. You should. Uh, I'm seeing Dimitri right before he's coming into town on Saturday, and I'm going to see him before the MPX show. So maybe I'll roll there and say hi to everyone, but good. we'll see. What, what uh, like this? This, this Saturday. Are you going to be there? No. Well, that's <laughs> it's my wifey weekend. Because I already saw you right now, so. <laughs> Perfect. That's good. And we live close enough. You can always drop by and come hang out. Yeah, I don't have another table to give you, but... It's fine. <laughs> I mean, you got that one. I need another one. But... <laughs> I don't have another table to give you. <laughs> but thank you, that's really. It was, this was really awesome. Yeah, I'm glad I got to know me. you a little bit better. I know. Isn't that super cool? Okay. It is. I like it. It's, the best, it's the, ultimately the best part of this podcast. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I love it. So thank you for listening or watching however you viewed this, whether YouTube, Apple, Spotify. And if you did, subscribe, leave us a review, share it with a friend. I really appreciate it. But most importantly, take care of yourself and others. I'll see you next time. Lots of love and cheers. Cheers.